Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Home stretch of the Monday edition of Oilers Now. Brenda Nescott, Cam Moon alongside, and we've got great news from our friends at Brent Ridge Ford. They've just received the largest allocation of trucks and SUVs that they have had in years. Most of the units scheduled to be built in August for uh, fall delivery. Discounts now as high as $8,000 on F-150s. Now is pretty obviously the time to purchase your new truck. And if you want to be treated fairly at every level of vehicle ownership, you call Rich, Johnny, or Uncle Milt, 780-352-6048. Brent Ridge Ford, your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. They've got Cam Moon in a nice ride. Oh, yeah. I hear they treat him well when he's out there. They do. It's <laughs> always fun to go to Brent Ridge Ford. Like It's just, it's good people. They take care of you. And it's it's just a lovely place to go. And now you're getting discounts that you haven't heard of yet. So give them a phone call while we introduce to you our headliner today. Brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky. It is the best you've ever tasted. Search for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Pleased to welcome back Montreal-based Montreal based sports personality and former heavyweight champion of the NHL, George Larocque. Hi, George. How you doing today? Very good. How you guys doing? Yeah, we're doing yeah. excellent. We're hanging in. Bit of a slow time of year, George. We're kind of twiddling our thumbs. Doesn't seem like the Oilers are up to a whole heck of a lot right now because they're waiting for, well, they're waiting for Ryan McLeod and Evan Bouchard to sign, and I don't think they've got money for much else. So uh, what's what's catching your eye in the hockey world? Uh, Connor Bedard signing his rookie deal or anything else? Uh, actually, uh, you know, for all the those rookie signing rookie deals, you know, it's no surprise to everyone, right? Like, uh, I was interested to see uh, how Chicago was going to surround Canar Bedard because, uh, as you know, there's huge expectation with him. There was huge with Slavkowski, but, you know, as you know, that draft last year wasn't as deep as the one this year. So the thing with Connor Bedard is that everybody expects him to do so well, but as you know, before Taylor Hall and company got to Chicago with trades, um, you know, he was alone. And as good as he is, no players alone. If, if you're not surrounded by good players, uh, you know, you could really develop into the player you're supposed to be. So I think that Chicago now is becoming attracting to players. So it's going to be interesting now to see Connor playing with, with Taylor Hall, what it's going to look like, because no offense to a tennis you. I don't think that it would be enough for, for Connor to have a breakout year that we all expect him to be. So, you know, for Chicago, uh, the rebuilding, uh, there, there's a lot of work to be done with that team. So, But again, uh, you know, for me, the team that are interesting to me is, is not Chicago. It's always the Oilers and the, the Canadian, mostly the Oilers, because, you know, people always ask me, why, George? Why always the Oilers? Well, the Oilers, it's not the, just the team that I played the longest in all my career, but it's the team that drafted me in 95, that gave me my first chance. So because of that, it's something that, that I'll never forget. And, you know, my best memories, the cup run, 06, the hat trick in 2000, front of the fan, you know, at home, uh, those are all special memories that I'll never forget. And that's why I've always embraced the city as my home. So I always look to see what the others are going to do and I always hope that they win because there's no fan. I think the NHL that deserves it more than the Edmonton Oilers fan that after the cup run, what is the worst thing that could happen after 2006? 
will make it to the Stanley Cup final and then playoff drop for the next 10 years, like 10 years before they taste the playoff again until they got McDavid. And the thing with McDavid is one thing that, that I'm also I'm watching really closely is that without a doubt, he is the best player in the world and, and no one is ever going to argue that. And, and if someone does, uh, they don't know anything about hockey and they should watch, they should watch another sport. But the thing with, though, with, with Connor is that as good as he is, um, you know, and you look at all the points and everything that he brings, uh, he cannot do everything himself. It's a team sport. And, and, and I know that it's hard for the others right now because they're strapped in for cash and to improve this team. There's so many things that, that the others would love to do, but they're strapped for cash. And I'm pretty sure that there's some contract that's been signed that they would love to modify them, but it's not like in football that you could do so. So you have to do with the way it is. Uh, I hope that Donald Nurse could go back to the D-man that, that, that deserved that, that, that big signing that we give to him because I think he could do better than, than what we've seen so far. But... You know, what's going to happen, guys, if we don't win within three years? You know, Connor's contract is up in three years. What's going to happen? You know, and I know that at this part of his career, for him, it's not about the money. He has enough money uh, for generation to come, for his kid never had to work a day in his life. So guys like that, generational player like that, what they need before they retire is a cup. He's not going to be like Marcel Dion having amazing numbers throughout all his career and not having a cup. So he needs to win one, and he needs to win one in Edmonton. I'm not saying that if he doesn't win one when he three years when he contracts up, he's not going to resign here. Uh, you know, he might. But again, the team has to give him the tool to do so because in playoff, even when he was hurt this year, he's proven that he's a key contributor. So we can never point him the fingers, him and Drysaddle. But it's just that, you know, like, and, and again, the, I know there's bad luck with goalies. We got Campbell, and we thought it was an upgrade from Smith. When we got him, and 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 we have to rely to Skinner, a rookie, to to bring the the, the others to promised land, which is not fair to ask so much for a rookie. So, Campbell signing is a tough one because now that, he, that we're stuck when no team's not is going to get him. Um, and actually, if a team, if Ottawa was able to pass down Murray to Toronto, maybe we could hope that the team might have a cramp like Toronto did get taking Murray by taking Campbell, free up that money so we could get another goalie maybe. I don't know. But, uh, you know, the others is something that I'm always going to watch closely and uh, to see what the management, the creativity, what they're going to do with this team because, you know, we lost to the to, to, to the we lost to the team that won the Cup. And, and if you look at that, uh, we had them. We had them. We were playing in Vegas and then we're up 2-1, two penalties, Five on three, they scored out of the game, and then that was a series right there. We win that game, you know, maybe win the final. So, you know, hockey is such, you know, break sometimes, little mistake, little thing that happened, momentum, it's so important. And uh, so if you ask me, guys, what's catching up my attention uh, is the move the other is going to do because, you know, Connor improves every year. You know, every year he's getting more and more points. He's not going to go up till he gets 200 points. At one point, you know, he's going to be – like and, and we, I think we take it for granted sometimes because 150 points is insane. Mm-hmm. But we have to realize that, yeah, he's doing as much as he can. But the other guys have to stop watching them sitting on the bench being wow. They have to be wow too, the way that they play. They have to be difference makers too and stuff. So the others could have a, finally a chance to win. Sorry, guys, that was for my rant. That was 
Hey, that's good stuff. Appreciate it. (laughs) But but a full year of of Matthias Ekholm certainly has to help on the back end. And and George, you watched the playoffs. You you saw how tight that series was with Vegas. How far off do you think the Oilers are from being a a Stanley Cup team? I think they're a D-man and a goalie away from it. Uh, And what I meant by that is. I don't know if Skinner is ready yet. To, he's going to have to be, but I don't think he's ready yet to be your premium goalie that could take you to the next level. He's getting there. Uh, is he going to be better this year than last year? I hope so. Uh, as you know, goaltending is a, is, is, a, you know, is a position that takes a while to mature. But again, you look at Lynn, Adam Lynn, like in Vegas, who the hell is he? You know, we all know who he is now. But, you know, sometimes goalie... They have an opportunity, they grab it, and now you look at him, you're like, wow. So what, what, what is to say that Skinner cannot, cannot do what he did last year and, and be a prominent this year? And, and it's, so that's why it's like when I look at goaltending, um, yes, you don't need the best goalie in the world to win the Stanley Cup, but you need a goalie that, makes, that needs to make the save sometimes when you need them to be. And, you know, the fact that the others have to score five goals to win a game is not normal. You know, playoff hockey it's so much tighter and stuff. You shouldn't need to score that many goals to win. So, so that and, and as for D man, yeah, Ekholm all year long is going to be good. But again, Yolders needs to win. I love Donald, Donald Nurse. I love him, but he has to play much better. He's playing okay right now, but not like a nine million dollar player. You know, if you look at all the D man that makes nine nine million in the league, he has to be up there. He has to be one of the best one. He's a fast skater. He's tough, but he didn't he didn't do enough for this team this year and when you talk about breaks is that is that if guys that are paid big money like play it up to their full potential the other is going to be a better team next year because there's one thing for sure is game in game out we cannot say anything about anything negative about connor we can't say anything ne- negative about about dry saddle we can't say anything negative about like uh nuge that had a career year that, that was incredible we forget sometimes that this kid is on that team at 100 points but it's overshadowing by what Connor and, and, and Drysaddle did. And, and what about also uh, our perfect plumber of service that, uh, that came from Toronto? Um, what's his name again? Uh, um, Zach Hyman? Yeah, Zach Hyman is unreal too. His work ethic and stuff, like how he sacrificed himself. Those four guys, you never have to say anything about their work ethic every game. Every game. At home, I think, is going to come into that mix. But I just think that there's a lot of players that are not regularly like that, that don't contribute like that and stuff. The other is going to be a playoff team every year now. We know that. It's never going to be in question, but now it's coming to playoff. Guys that could get into that next year. So, uh, and, uh, and, and again, let's all let up a candle at the cathedral, hoping that Campbell is going to come back in a decent form that he, give us, he could give us a decent game this year. So then, you know, we could have... Uh, a good tandem that could take us far because we rely again on, on Skinner all year long to be number one and play too many games because the NHL is so fast right now for big goalies and stuff to play too many games it's too hard on them physically so we need Campbell to play a share of games to be a contributor this year you know the, a lot of guys say he's a good player in the room uh, as Mark Messier said in his book uh, good players in the room should stay in the room uh, we have enough good players in the room. We need good players on the ice, too. So hopefully he will be a difference maker this year. We need him to be because I don't think that he'll have an opportunity into another team. And, uh, and if he is, 
then uh, and we have the breaks hopefully uh, this year will be the year for us well, just looking at the stats and specific to Jack uh, Jack Campbell, George, like his his career save percentage is nine ten overall, which is pretty standard. But last year he only kicked to the tune of an eight eighty eight. So I think just uh, in the fantasy sports world, I guess it's called positive regression, regression back to the norm of what the guy has shown that he is capable of. And to me, there's a big recency bias with this team based on the lack of production from Kane and Hyman and Nuge in the playoffs you forget what they meant in the regular season and uh, and then you look at the goaltending and a lot of people seem to be down on Skinner despite the fact that he was a Calder Trophy candidate and they wouldn't even have been in the position that they were in if it wasn't for him and and maybe the run that they went on late in the season I wonder whether they peaked a little too early last year George I mean they were what undefeated and I think 14 games down the stretch something along those lines uh, but the bottom line is I think they probably learned an awful lot about the deployment of the goaltenders certainly and if not maybe even more about the defense and the forwards too well you know you're right about the thing with Kenner and I think it's a seven, 17 game winning streak that he was on the record that he beat uh, Fiore and, and all the goal in history for that streak that he did in a row and that streak put the others in playoff like he did with the play that he played in regular season and that's why people cannot be mad at him because without Kenner we don't make the playoff because remember when, when Campbell did so bad nobody expected Kenner to carry the team like that because that right there could have cost us a spot and Skinner, as a young goalie, came in and he did the job, so he brought the goalie into playoff. In terms of Evander Kane, uh, one thing for sure, and, 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 and I cannot criticize him in the playoff because the injury that he got towards the end of the season to come back the way that he did, a, a 5C player like him, um, I think that you know, having an injury like that and having, having to be careful when you come back and careful with battles and everything because you don't want to re-aggrave it, uh, like, like get the injury much worse because I'm pretty sure he wasn't 100%. He wasn't the same. He wasn't as physical as he could be because he, was, he came back from an injury that, that, that was scary. So having him 100% next year is going to be much better. He's going to be a much better contributor. His heart is never to be questioned because he gives everything that he has. It brings physicality that his team needed. But it's just too bad that when he got hurt at the end of the year and he came back, he just wasn't as prime as we used to see him. But I think that this year, uh, an event that came healthy is going to help the lineup a lot. But, but again, guys, when you look at the forwards, the contribution offensively is there. You know, Connor, Drysaddle, all these guys were contributing. You can't expect guys to have the same amount of points as they were having in regular season. You know, offensively was not the problem in the playoffs. What, 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 what was tough is defensively and goaltending. That's why we lost. Skinner was tough to be consistent game in, game on. Um, and, and it's okay. He's a rookie and he's learning. Uh, we're putting him in his position and he did as, as best as he could and you'll learn from it. But I think that's where we have to improve. That's why I say that the others are one D-man and a goalie are away. But again, if Skinner, let's say, surprised us like Lynn did last year and Donna Nurse picks up, we left off. And he looks like the guy. I want to. I want. I want to see the nurse. It's contract year. The year that he got before he got that big contract. That's the Donald nurse that I want. Not the Donald nurse content after he got his contract. That he's playing okay, but not up to this contract. Because when I was sitting in the stands, what I was hearing from the fans, what they're talking about, 
when fans talk about your contract, the way that you're playing, it's never a good sign. And I'm letting all this fans, they know their hockey. They watch hockey, they know hockey, they know their stuff. So they're not lying. So that's why we need him to be better. Some other players to be more consistent. And if we do, you know, we have still the two best centers in the NHL uh, in their prime. So if we do and we give him a help, I think that... Uh, you know, we could do amazing things this year. I guess my follow-up to this, George, is like, how do you go about getting the maximum out of Darnell Nurse? Is he somebody that maybe benefits from uh, a different style of partner, say someone who's quite a bit more stay-at-home, like we saw Bouchard benefit when Ekholm arrived? Is he the type of guy who needs to understand that being the person that doesn't make the mistake can help him fulfill his potential? We all know what he can do offensively the thing that drives everybody crazy is when he gives the puck away out of his own zone that sort of thing so in your opinion i mean what can the team do to help nurse re-realize the potential that got him that contract in the first place uh, actually to be honest with you Dalna nurse knows he knows why because when you're playing canada you have a million gm watching hockey and commenting on your game if you play for a u.s team no one cares Nobody's going to talk about it as much. It's not the same passion, but trust me, he knows. He hears it. Now, even though the guys in the NHL might not admit it, everyone is on social media, and they read everything that is said about them. He knows, Dalmer, that, 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 that right now in Edmonton, uh, he could do much better. And, and, and I know he's a pride guy. I, I know him. I, I, I've seen him when I was a kid. He was a kid, and I used to play with the Bulldogs. He wants to be better, and he will be better. And I think just that, just knowing that he could be better and there's a leader on that team, I think he'll be better next year. No one has to tell him anything because he knows. Because the worst thing that you ever want, the worst reputation that you want to have is the reputation of being an overpaid player or someone that, that his contract is killing the team. You don't want that reputation. You don't want that as a legacy. And, you know, he's a proud guy, a proud player, and I think that next year he's going to bounce back and he knows he'll be much better. Uh, and, and, and I think it goes for a lot of guys that play for the others because they know what's going on. Everything that I'm saying now, all the guys, they know, they know the truth. They know they, they're not going to deny that. There's no way. There's no denying that. You know, if you look at contract-wise, they all compare to one another. If you're in a $9 million bracket, you've got to compare yourself to the deep man that made $9 million, And you have to be one of the best ones. That's who you compete with. Connor is paid to be the best player in the world, and he is. You know, and that, that's the way it works. It goes with what you command. You want to be paid? Okay, but you have to perform up to be paid. And if you're not, you'll face criticism. If Donald Nurse made $4 million a year, nobody would say anything. But because he makes nine, they expect him a production and a player that is making nine that is going to bring to a team. And that's the way it works. Mm-hmm. That's the way it works inside the cap space. You want the player, you pay the player because you expect him to be the best in his position. And I think just based on that, I think Donald will have one, one of his best uh, season next year well we can hope and i know that oilers fans will be crossing their fingers hard for that george thanks for bringing it today man appreciate the time thanks for having me anytime guys all right george larock former heavyweight champion of the national hockey league we are up against the clock once again we'll finish off oilers now when we come back
Brad has texted us, 780-496-0063. says, it's so Edmonton media to ask how the Oilers have to find a defenseman to protect their so-called number one. <laughs> okay, Brad, if you have any other suggestions for how I should do my job, you send them along, 780-496-0063. Royal Pizza is pizza, pasta, and so much more. Get a free two-liter Coke with the purchase of $35 or more online or or on the Royal Pizza app. Visit royalpizzaapp.ca. I'm sure nobody else that covers media would have thought to ask that question. It's only Edmonton because we're so bad. Right, Brad? On this day in Oilers history, <laughs> which we go to each day, brought to you by New West Travel, serving travelers since 1979. Book your vacation today at newwesttravel.com. We go back to 2011. The Oilers re-signing defenseman Taylor Chorney and Ryan and O'Mara to one-year contracts. Did you prefer that era, Brad? Was that when you preferred watching Oilers hockey? Chorney bounced between the NHL and the AHL with stops in Pittsburgh and Washington, Columbus, before heading to Switzerland. O'Mara only played seven more games for the Oilers. He went overseas, came back, and finished his career with the Stony Creek Generals. How about that? Hmm. All right. As opposed to the specifics. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow, Actually, I'll tell you tonight, Reed Wilkins back from his uh, week-long slumber. He was much, much overdue for that. So yeah. uh, he re-emerges inside sports back on the air 6 to 8 this evening. Tomorrow, you do have Cam hosting. I'm stepping onto the football field. Uh, not literally. I would get absolutely murdered. But uh, I'll be there with a recorder okay. and talking to the players and trying to figure out how they go from 0-6 to 1-6 or... We'll figure it out. Okay. We'll, we'll figure it out. Maybe I'll stop by at 145. We'll talk about it. Something I like, like it. that. But uh, before that, you'll hear from Daily Faceoffs Frank Saravalli, brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. You can now catch live standard bread racing every Sunday afternoon at Track on 2 in Lacombe. Post time, 2.15. Again, track on two in Lacombe. Up next, we got a global news weather traffic update. Randy Kilburn will take care of you. Then it's Angela Cocott from 2 to 3. And I believe, I believe coming up out of Calgary, we've got Ted Henley at 3 o'clock. So long, everybody. 911. 911. What's your emergency? Ah, I'm on a cruise ship. Ah, there was an explosion. Oh, my God. The ship is sinking. I can't get out. Lock on your location. Stay with me. Hello? Are you there? Help is on the way. Angela Bassett and Peter Krause return in an all-new season of 911 on a new night. Thursday, March 14th on Global. Stream on Stack TV.